Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Sporting 160 EN podcast. We're on episode 161. And today we've got a very jam-packed episode. Before we get into anything, let me introduce you to my co-host. First, got the main man, Chris. How are you doing today, man? I am great. Happy to be back. Been uh, traveling for work for the last two weeks. So I've been absent for the pod, but still plugged in as always. Um, the big trip for me is coming up this end of this week where I'm going to Portugal. That's the pleasure trip. That's the one that really matters. So excited for that. Don't think I'll be uh, – I was worried about, you know, the tickets for Jules Vicente already came out. Now I'm not really too worried about them uh, selling out. I'm just going to stroll in there pretty casually and pick them up, I imagine. But, uh, yeah, I'm ready to talk about the, uh, the low. You guys got to talk about the high last week. I guess now it's time to talk about the low this week. <laughs> Yeah, unfortunately. And last but not least, my main man, Danny. How are you doing today, man? Yeah, good. Like Chris said, I was so high last week that now it's like such a weird feeling. But uh, I guess it's a normal feeling for a Spartan Yushta. But yeah, otherwise, I'm good, man. Good. Yeah, good. Uh, I guess without further ado, we'll get into the Twitter questions. We only have we have two questions, like two tweets, but we have quite a few questions uh, in the tweets. So let me just get it up for you. Oh, I think that's that cool. Uh, Paul Rodriguez asks, uh, with the league likely being out of reach, what is your expectations for sporting this season? What place would you like to finish? Uh, Chris, I'll give that one to you first. What are your expectations for sporting right now? Um, I still think our expectations should be, at the minimum, top three. Uh, top four seems like a very unambitious goal that you would think would still be achievable even if we are pretty bad, um, which, you know, it remains to be seen how what we settle into, what our norm or what our mean actually settles into being. But, yeah, I mean, not, not getting in the Champions League is going to be really bad for the club in a lot of ways. So I think that we need to put ourselves in a position to at least – enter the competition via the playoff, you know? Yeah, yeah, f- fair nice. enough. Uh, then I ask you the same question. Uh, are you the sort of same same answer as Chris? Um, yeah, I mean, expectations and uh, where I think we'll finish is actually like two different things in my eyes. I think we'll finish in fourth. Um, expectations are hopefully second or third, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, it's it's not looking good. Benfica's what, 11 points now? Yeah. Exactly that Porto, we could have gotten two points to Porto. We we ended up being six. Um, it's not good, bruv. It's not good. At least in the league, it's not good. Let's drop yeah. down to the Europa League, try to win it, just so we can make Champions League, or let's try to win the Champions League so we're guaranteed next year. Otherwise, to get uh, as much I don't know. Try to get as much funds as possible by winning as many yeah. games and getting as far as possible. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just just as Richard said as well, for me, like if we finish third and win like a Tasta de Portugal or a Tasta de Liga, man, that that's calm by me. Even if it gets to like the round of sixteen as well, especially as the first seed will be like be better as well. Although, like me and Danny mentioned last time, there's still quite a lot of good second seeded teams if, like, as it stands to go through. Um, yeah. yeah, maybe a, a Tasta de Portugal. And I think it's got to be third place. But with Braga, uh, like Lauren just said, with Braga looking strong. We might very well be aiming for top four at the moment. Like fair play to Braga, they've looked fantastic, and they had their doubters. Like everyone's saying, are they going to slip up eventually? It's not come yet. So 
Yeah, maybe it'll be uh, Braga challenge of a second, the way Porto are playing challenge of a third, and that leaves us fourth or like knock on wood, hopefully not, potentially even lower. But, but yeah. Um, Danny, I asked you this one as well. Um, what loss in, so far in the season do you guys consider the worst versus Chavez or Bavista? And I guess I'll throw Porto in there if you want as well. No, Porto is whatever. Because Porto, I mean, it's it's against one of the bigger ones and we just lost Mateusz. Shavs hurt because it was one right after Porto, but this Bolvista one hurts because we we seen what we did against Tottenham and um, to not go away and get anything at the Bessa. Uh, I mean, we'll talk about that penalty, but uh, and then the throwing in of Bishgayu. Honestly, I think Bolvista hurts more because I think we played a lot better against Bolvista than we did against Shavs, and I think with Bolvista we at least deserved. We deserved something. I mean, we scored right in the first half, but it was offside. I think if that goal goes through, we're good. Um, and then their goal was just was just bullshit. And then, well, not bullshit, like stupidity from our part. And then they scored a banger, so fair play to them. But um, I think I think Bovista hurts a bit more. Just because I thought we were finally getting on the right track, too. Yeah, fair enough. Chris, are you inclined to agree? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think the quote from midweek was from Ruben Amonin was don't get too high off the Tottenham game because if we don't yeah. win this weekend, we'll be right back in the same spot we were before this game. Call he me. was right about that one because they are just back in the same crisis that they were in before. Yeah, fair enough. And now um, they have a two-week break to think about their actions without getting to fully practice together or anything. Yeah, so that's going to be fun. Yeah. At least one of them went to Portugal, leading up to our next question. But if anything, it'll buy us some time with all our injuries. You know, two weeks. Yeah. True. Or time yeah. for people to pick up new injuries with their national fans. <laughs> yeah, very true. Klotz, I'm looking at you. Oh no, he didn't go. Ugarte, I'm looking at you. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I'm actually going to go the one against Chavs just because it was at home and we didn't score. Whereas Bavista, you know. I, obviously, I don't want to lose, and I didn't expect to lose. But when you're away, like and like the circumstance that it happened, like it was one. I don't like to shit on like just one player, but it was one man stupidity leading to to the yeah. goal. Whereas Chavs definitely a lot more people were at fault, and I guess you can say um, the whole team was at fault because we we didn't score any score once. But for me, Chavs being at home, like one of the early games of the season, I believe that was just after Porto, right? Or was that? before yeah just after yeah just, just after, after yeah so it was like so it was time to bounce back and then we looked even worse so so for me that one because i if, if we beat Chavez and lose here obviously it's still annoying but like it doesn't look as bad but i think with a Chavez loss especially a newly promoted team as well um yeah, yeah. both Vista are on fire this season they've been killing it they've been doing really yeah. well so far so fair play yeah i think it's also it also hurts more for me too because porto had just lost you know so we're already thinking like, okay, it's back on. We're we're about to get two points, yeah. Yeah, and, and just to James, we know there's a lot of football to be played, but eleven points back is tough. Is very the Portuguese far. league, it's tough. Porto Most dropped leagues. one game last year. They lost once. Yeah. And the way Benfica are playing, and you Not know, playing, you can say what exactly. you want about the referees and stuff. They don't look like they're dropping points anytime soon. So. Nope. Yeah, sorry, Chris. You were you were saying something. I was just saying, uh, Porto actually didn't lose. They tied on a 99th minute penalty. Yes, yes, true. That was it, yeah. They should have lost. Yet again, yeah. something fishy happens in each studio, but hey. <laughs> but hey. 
Next question, I'll give it to you both. Uh, I'll start with you, Danny. Should Port or Inacio should have been uh, selected to the Portuguese national team? Um, I mean, considering who they brought up, uh, I think Port should have been. But, to, in all honesty, no, they shouldn't have been selected. Port has been playing well. Um, I don't think it warrants a call-up, necessarily, uh, seeing as how, how Sporting's doing. Inacio... Maybe with Pep going out, I thought that was the likely answer, but you know, um, hey, I, I wouldn't put I wouldn't put it past Fran Sanchez to get that Befica kit either. So um, no, they didn't That's deserve. They, really they don't deserve because, because he's not replacing Pep. Yeah, true. Why? That's stupid. Yeah, like you bring a thirty-nine-year-old who, if anything, needs to rest now before the World Cup. Yeah, and I mean, let's not even talk about you know. For Porto, he needs to rest, but let's say rest for the World Cup. Um, but instead, he brings him, he gets hurt or whatever, or makes an excuse to leave, and has no want to, to pick up another one. And we're already short center backs as it is. We only have like two in Danilo. Danilo and Diaz, baby. Danilo Diaz and uh, the kid from Leo. What's his name? Thiago Jalo. Jalo, exactly. Yeah. Chris, do you think uh, either of them two should have been called up as well? Uh, honestly, Inacio, his play has not warranted a call, yeah. if we're being yeah. completely honest. Um, but in theory, another center back should be going. There's a couple decent young ones. I, I mean, you, I, if he cl- got called in as an alternate, I would understand, and it would make sense to me, you know? Um, yeah. What do you guys think of uh, Gonçalo Ramos instead of Pot? To replace Rafa, by the way. Uh, very classic. Weird. Also, if yeah, the story yeah. about Fernando Sanz calling him is true, that really just yeah. shows you that yeah. he's, not, he's not in charge of that fucking squad list, bro. He's just a puppet. <laughs> or he's a gaslighter, you know? No, I think he's literally just not a in, I'm with fully you. in control of things there. We control of some yeah. things, but not all things. Yeah, but personally, I don't, um, I would have maybe thought Trincao over Pot at the moment. I know yeah. it's close, but um, I think Pot's been, you know, been in I support. Squad. I mean, to yeah. be fair, strict calm, but not as recently. I feel like. Uh, I think maybe Trincao's a bigger name to call up as well, like in terms of like international stage. Like I think probably more people. I don't know. I guess more people would know Trincao than and Pedro Gonzalez as well. But you know, Gonzalo Ramos yeah. caught up is 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 weird. But like, I mean, we always complain that he never plays enough strikers. No, I, I think it's fine. Up, so. I mean, we need a yeah. Portugal needs forwards. So to be fair, I'm not really complaining about that. But it is it's not a like for like replacement. You know, mm-hmm. Bro, they had Paulinho at home and they they just left him. So I, I don't know. <laughs> that's, that's that's weird to me. But but yeah. Uh, Thank you, uh, Omar, as well. Pretty much asked the same question as, as the first one, but I really do appreciate everyone who got their questions in. Uh, before we go on to the game, uh, I've seen Lauren's question. I thought it might be a good talking point. Uh, probably a lot of angry tweets at us because apparently we control the media, whatever, whatever. Uh, what happens first? Amrim walks, Amrim sacked. Danny, take it away. I mean, walks, right? That's the only logical explanation here. There's He's never no, getting sacked, in my opinion. I, I hope so. I'm with you. I, he doesn't. He never deserves to. Well, I won't say never deserves, but he doesn't deserve so far to get sacked. Um, though he's the one that throws in Ishgayu. He's not the one that tells Ishgayu to do these fucking idiotic things that he does. 
Um, so there's, there's I think he'll walk. Love you, anything. I feel like he, like obviously and rightfully so, he gets a lot of credit for building up the squad. Great, the squad is, we could have, anyone could have looked at the squad list this week, this year, and told you that it's short in a lot of yep. areas. Like we, we've him? been saying it since day one. Is it on him? Is it on lack Viana? of funds? Like yeah. I don't know. I feel like I don't know how much of it his fault that the squad being as short as it is is his fault, and how much is out of his control. Yeah, I I agree, and but just because the whole French campaign of presidential was was uh, I bought Amarim, I gambled with Amarim, and it worked off. If you fire Amarim, and like obviously, uh, no, I can't look at the future. He might appoint just he might go out and play the Braga coaches release scores again, or do something like that, or would you? I think he probably will, to be honest. But I was gonna ask, who do you guys think once once he goes? Because I think we all we're all in agreement after this year he's gone. Who's Sporting's next coach? I have two in mind, and Sam, you just said one of them. I might go back to Braga. Go ahead. Go ahead, Sam. Gattuso. Gattuso. Nice. I was going to say, I don't know if if he'll come back to Portugal this early, but Abel? Yeah, that was the other option I was thinking. That would be a good game. I'm here for for Abel, too. I I wouldn't mind Abel. I, just, I, I think his stock's too high at the moment because he won what? Did he win back to back? Or like got to the yeah. Is that even an upgrade for him right now? No, I yeah, don't think so. I don't, I don't From know. It's always better to play. It's always better to coach in Europe than it is. It, it, is, from, it is, but I feel like he could. He has the potential to get like a Premier League team or something like that. Yeah. From Palmeiras, I don't think so. He's won the Libertadores. I'm man. with you. I'm with you. But who's that? Uh, what's his name from River Plate? The Argentinian dude. Always linked to Barcelona, never goes. Um, why is his name slipping my mind? But he's also a good manager, and he's won more than yeah. uh, maybe minus the Libertadores, but he's won almost everything with uh, with River Plate. Actually, I think he did win the Libertadores. Yeah, they went to the Club World Cup before. Yeah. So, and he's he's hasn't gone yet. I think he, I think Abel has more of a chance. Gallardo, there we go. Thank you, Felipe. Uh, he has more of a chance to do Premier League move from Sporting than he does at Palmeiras. Especially because Palmeiras this year hasn't been doing Yeah, so I, well. I couldn't see Scolari Abel. just knocked them out. I, I couldn't see a bell to the Prem, to be honest, but I could see a bell maybe to uh, France, Syria, France. La Liga, yeah. yeah. Sporting. I see him coming to Sporting. Or Porto. I would take him, now. I would take him, too. What you guys call me crazy. Pereira? I hope. You, no. No, no, no. Not, but on, on, the same, on the same vein, though, for Vitor Pereira, you guys are going to call me crazy. You know who I would take, who I hope gets no. sacked soon? He's going to say George Jesus. Sergio Conceição. Uh, Sporting gets that heart. I'd take him any day of the week at Sporting. I hope they uh, sack him soon. No, he would, not, he would never work for Real. George Jesus is not getting sacked, bro. He's flying high. Yeah, he's... he's yeah. <laughs> but he's, they got knocked out of Europe, though, didn't they? They nah, lost no, in the we'll forget about that. They're in, uh, no, they're in, Euro- they're in Europa, though. I thought they're in he just told a guy who was like, "Oh, you use your you use your throat too much or some shit." Remember that meme that was yeah. going around? Oh yeah, that was in Europa. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, maybe conference. Let me double check. Yeah, Here's I feel like coach. if he does get a new coach, like we we're bringing out the big names, I reckon he's gonna chop in the league maybe and get someone like yeah, Vieira or someone like that. Or yeah, but but Chris, I don't know if you answered, but do you think he 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 definitely walks before he sacked? Do you think he'd he'd ever be sacked? I think he could be sacked, but it would have to be really bad because, yeah, it's just not a good look for 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 the for the administration. And uh, mm-hmm. you know, um, 
it makes a lot of their their best and most potent talking points kind of void in a way. So, um, yeah, I don't think that they would really ever pull trigger on that. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I agree. And he would probably resign at a certain point just to save himself. Like he, at a certain point, it's like, uh, what? It's like, is it so much even a given? Like at the beginning of the season, it was almost we were almost like giving as a given. Like he's going to upgrade after the season. But if sporting starts to tank and tank and tank, like at some point, like he starts to lose some stock, and it's like maybe not so obvious that some bigger team is gonna guaranteed come in. Let alone like pay a release clause or something like that. Like no one's paying any release clauses for him anytime soon. Like that's not gonna happen. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, if he if he continues to do well in Europe, and let's say we make it to the sixteen or. Like, I don't know, if we, even if we drop down to Europa League and do like a, a little campaign there, he, his stock will still be high because most people don't even know we lost to the last week. Like, the Spurs fans haven't mentioned it. Probably the Frankfurt fans haven't mentioned it. All they know is the big stage, which is the Champions League. But if we finish fourth, they're going to mention that. Yeah. They're going to mention, oh, he, he won the league, but then finished fourth in the Farmers League or some shit like that, you know? Yeah. I, I, I feel like, yeah. And it's so, so, yeah, sporting, like, the season that we finished seventh, like, if it starts to go down that path, he's just going to bounce because at a certain point, his continuing to be attached to a terrible project like that only yeah. hurts his stock further, you know? Yeah. yeah but then it comes to the thing as well. That's true. But then it comes to, well, Verendas accept the mutual termination after spending 14 million, expecting to sell him again to a big club. I, that's the, that's the thing I've, I'm not sure of. I don't think he lets him walk. I think so, just because imagine if sack. you had to sack him, he would probably have to pay even more to do yeah, to do that. To I think he would let him. him probably. Fair. Fair. It depends on the manner, I suppose. Like if he's like, you know, I'm like, I don't know, we, we can't do any more with this. Like I've bought the players in, we're not winning. Like it's it's me. I need to go. Then I guess like yeah, but if but he, I don't no. see Amurin saying that, especially when he bitched like a few weeks ago of them letting go Mateus Nunes. He'll never say it's it's me. I took this team so far. I hope not, at least, because I he doesn't deserve he can always to attach himself the, to this shit. He can always fall back on the excuse of like they did shit that they that that they didn't want me to do. When they let me do things my way, it worked, and then they let me they let me they didn't let me do as much. They didn't give me the budget I wanted, and now see look how bad it is. So yeah, and yeah. all of this makes me worry that one day he's back at Befica. Oh, he's he's there. I think already. No matter if he leaves, he gets sat. He stays for ten years. I think it's sooner now than ever before. He has a forty-year managerial career ahead of him. Exactly. That's true. That's fair. He's gonna end up there eventually. (laughs) I'm. Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. I was hoping he had the Jose Mourinho route where he he does what he has to do in Portugal and then he never comes back. He never looks back. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. Could still happen. Did Mourinho go to all three? All three. So you want him to go to Porto and Benfica as well? Well, no, not like that. But you know what I mean. He did what he did with Porto, <laughs> yeah. and then he left. Well, he never. Yeah, he was assistant at, at Sporting. That doesn't really count. Yeah. And his three right. months at Benfica didn't really count either. Yeah. His career. But, his career started at Union Leiria. Yeah. If if Amorim, I mean, I don't know. I guess, like you said, it's a long career, but especially like with yeah. Roger Schmidt doing so well at Benfica as well in Europe and league. Like he, unless he gets poached, which I probably could see happen. To be fair, but his name's no. already linked to Juve, if I'm not mistaken. Bro, everyone's name is linked to Juve. Yeah, I think Amorim's is actually. Yeah, that's true. As well. oh, oh, that's another but... thing that wouldn't surprise me if he goes to. He ends up at like Juve or what's a project that's failing currently. Um... 
Only really one that comes to mind. Juve's a good one. Juve's a big one, yeah. Leicester, you reckon? Or is that too too far for him? Because they're like dead last, aren't they? In the Prem. Who, who? Everton? Leicester, sorry. Leicester? Yeah. Leicester's, another, Leicester's another name that maybe Amuri could go to. One. They I just they just One. sold a player for ninety million, so that's what I say. That's Fofana, seventy yeah. million in the in. But the they can promise them in the, in like January they're gonna get bare, they're gonna get Paulinho and and these guys, <laughs> and I bet he's in, bro. No, that'd be crazy if Lester bought Paulinho. That would be insane. Buying some money from us and having that blow up. And Adrian. And Adrian. <laughs> Lester would take up like three of like the top five or top ten. In the championship, bro. Or would he, he would save him, bro. He would save him. Yeah, for sure. I don't think they have any wins yet, to be to be honest. I think they have yeah. one point. Let's see. To your to your comment as well, Richard. I believe now these two correct me if I'm wrong if they know. Verandas did reach out to him before he he uh, appointed Amarim, or even before he appointed Silas, maybe. And I believe Mourinho replied with like, not "I'm yet. not going to that circus or something like saying." Like, yeah, uh, yeah. He said he said in Portugal in general, but I think what Richard's talking about was years ago. Uh, we were gonna get uh, Mourinho after he left Benfica, or maybe he was still uh-huh. at Leiria. Maybe he was at Leiria, and fans were like, "There's clips of this on YouTube." Fans were like, "No, he coached Benfica. We don't want that guy. He's not good." Blah blah blah. blah. Then he fucked off to Porto and did what he did. So uh, sometimes we're our biggest enough. enemies. And also, we've we missed this. <laughs> he probably might end up at Wolves. Oh, true. Yeah, Wolves aren't doing that great either. It was they all my two But yeah, they're still a little too close to the drop. 17th. They're, they're, yeah, they're just above rele- uh, relegation. For now. Yeah. But still really. Without any other further ado, I suppose, we'll get into the main main topic of this podcast, which was uh, the loss to Bovista. Let me just get my screen and I'll share that. Oh, that one sec. Uh, there we go. Cool. So it was a 2-1 loss to Bovista uh, at the Besser. Um, I'll just zoom in so everyone can see. Cool. So in goal, we had Adan, Gonzalo uh, Anasio, Coates, Matus Reyes, Nuno Santos, Pedro Porro, Garte, Morita, Pedro Gonzalez, Marcus Edwards, who got the golf sporting, and Trincao. Uh, goal point gave you Garte, uh, man of the match for sporting. But uh, Chris, I'll start with you. What are your overall thoughts on the game? Um, I guess just like as a top line note, um, I thought Bovista honestly looked dangerous off the break, the like for the entire game. They had chances to score. They hit, they smacked the bar as well right after our disallowed goal. Um, like they, they, they had chances. Um, they had some dangerous attackers, and obviously they have this super sub off the bench, just like living this like Cinderella story of one hundred percent goal contributions every time he comes off the bench. Um, so yeah, competing with a lot of factors here. Still, um, I feel like this, the main, the main pro or like, I guess the main loss for us is, I mean, we did have the ball, as we mentioned in the back of the net in the first 30 minutes was that was like, I feel like when we had our best chances, we were definitely like on top of the game. Uh, and then 
obviously they looked dangerous off the break, but we were we were dominating that entire like first half hour and nothing to 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 show for it um is tough. Um we hit the we hit the bar off that like weird goal line scramble as well. Um yeah, I mean we had we had we had chances and then uh it just felt like one of those games where they keep getting too many chances off the break. They keep looking too dangerous that like it feels impossible for them not to score. And sure enough, they score an absolute world-class goal um, right before halftime, if I recall correctly. Um, great run by, I think his name's Kenji or something like that. Um, dude was dangerous like the entire game. And he absolutely cooked, um, I think it was Inasiu, and then took a shot and got blocked, and this dude just fucking volleyed it upper 90. Uh, not much you can do about that. And then, yeah, I mean, we did well to get back in the game early enough in the second half, but I just felt like it it, it wasn't ever as dynamic in that in that second half as it was in that initial period of the game. We obviously still had some chances in the second half, but, yeah, then the incident happens, and from there we're just fighting for the draw. Referee tried his best to give us the plus, you know, plus, plus 10. Poros dive outside the box, I, th- I think, so it wouldn't even have mattered. Um, we were fishing for that 99th-minute pen as well, but just not there. We were obviously, as well, very obviously missing our, our main reliable late-game or late game forward. Kawatsa pulled up with an injury, so we didn't even have our main like aerial threat. So they're just pumping balls in there, and just the main threat is just not there. It's noticeable. Yeah, it's just a tough, tough, ugly loss. These boys have taken points off the big three at the BESA in recent years. To be honest, they have a decent squad this year. Um, we're now five points behind them. Uh, yeah, uh, it, it's it's a tough one to swallow, especially after the the Tottenham game midweek. But yeah, it's just not it's just not good enough. It's not finishing at a high enough level. It's not creating enough clear cut chances. Yeah, it's the opposite of the title run. <laughs> it is the the complete opposite. You know. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, Danny, do you have any any other thoughts? What what were your thoughts on the game? Yeah, no, Chris hit the nail right on the head. Um, exactly that. I think even even in general, I think this might be one of the first games in the Portuguese league, aside from the top six, that we have less XG uh, as our opponent. Because lately we've been good at that, especially even this year and like last year, uh, even though we haven't been finishing. I think like the biggest thing with with the Amuring era is our, how clinical we aren't. You know, because we should have we should have still buried this game, even though like I like I said last week, like Chris just said, both Vista this year are good, uh, and even still we should have beat them. We we had enough chances to beat them, um, bro. I thought we lost the game when Nunu Sense came off. Uh, not to mention Kwach. I know Kwach's injury was huge, but Nunu Sense coming off I thought was really big. I thought he was our best player. Uh, beautiful assist, but before that he was. You know, he like he's been doing lately, just hustling up and down that left flank. Um, we've been, I've been crying about uh, a center back. We've been crying about a center back for months now. Uh, that game showed, like, why are we playing Yishgayu at center back? 
what is what does Marsa need to do or any other academy kid need to do? Uh, how bad I know- are they in training? Like, sorry, <laughs> how bad? Yeah, exactly. How bad are they in training? Can he just exactly. not stop anybody. He exactly. Just- <laughs> it's just so like it's so. And, and me and Chris were actually talking about this uh, the other day about Arteta putting in a fifteen-year-old, and there's like a I seen this this uh, I think it was on Talk Sport. Some guy just saying like it's all ego. You know, Arteta just wants to have the young be the manager that put the youngest player on the pitch. Blah blah blah. blah. And I mean, to a to a degree, I'm not blame, I'm not saying Amuring is this, but to a degree, maybe it is because he plays a Suku, we never see him again. That first season, I understand we had lesser options, but you know, with Wart Kurajma, Rodrigo Ribeiro in a Champions League game, Rodrigo Ribeiro in the Champions League. We we also put Suku in the Champions League as well. Uh, Ishtivj, I think he put Ishtivj, who's the youngest player in the Champions League, followed by Ishtivj Dariu, youngest player in the Champions League, immediately after. And it's like you're not giving Marsa a chance. It's exactly to Chris's point. How bad is he? And if he is that bad, why did we not reinforce more? Why are we not looking, even if it's a kid or, or, or something, like a cheaper option? I understand, you know, we were making loads of money, but we still have none of it. Okay, sure. Um, why are we looking at other options just for depth? Because Netu is 30-something. Kwach has been playing nonstop for the last two seasons. This is expected. We can't blame players for getting injured. Poru injury prone. Luckily, he's been good so far. Uh, Inacio has been having a season that is unrecognizable. I don't know if the pressure has gone to him with all the Newcastle and Man United links. He looks that that first goal. He sort of just, I know it didn't directly come from him, but he sort of gives up on the play as Kwatch sort of running after the player. And then after a few bounces, it finds the ball finds its way to the top of the box. Fair enough. It was a great goal. But the fact that the ball found its way there, I, I thought it was because Inasu just didn't hustle back and Quatch was pulled out of position. Um, and then, yeah, the penalty. Is it a penalty? Is it not a penalty? There's still contact. Ishgayu is stupid for doing what he's doing. The, the Bovishta kid, who's been known for coming on and changing the game, uh, has his back towards goal. Why are you lunging your foot out like that? I've 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 been defending Ishgayu all this time here. This play I can't. This season, in general, I can't. Um, it was horrible I, at the back. Something that we used to be so reliable at. Um, it was horrible, and I know he had that minute. And and, and I'm done after this. I know he had that minute sensation. Um, Artur when he came on looked pretty bad. He was just trying to like fucking dance his way in because he was so confident off Tottenham that he thought he can just, you know, dance his way into the box. And nine times out of ten, the ball was taken away from him. Um, and then after they scored that goal and he kept on doing that, it was just wasting more time. And then obviously this is the Portuguese league. From the from the 17 minutes we had, because it was 97 minutes, if I'm not mistaken, they scored in the 80th. From the 17 minutes we had to try to get an equalizer, of course, you know, with, with the Portuguese league being as it is, we played maybe like five minutes of it, and three minutes was Artur losing the ball. So, thank you for the minute, I guess, though. You know, but I'm not. I don't have high expectations for Artur anymore. Um, disappointing. It was just disappointing. I'm done. Yeah, like I'm not going to repeat too much what you said, but yeah, you both were spot on. But I'm going to focus more. Like I said, I don't like blaming the one player, but I'm. It's not even as a guy I'm going to go for. It's Inacio, man. Uh, yeah. You said this season. I think even last season, the game at Santa Clara, I believe, he was at fault for the goal. And what annoys me so much, he's so protected among like the sporting fan base. 
if Neto did half the things he did, everyone would be be on on him straight away. Same with Esgaio. Like I understand Esgaio like deserves is the wrong word, but you know he he has some brain dead moments, and yeah, I understand. But Inacio is so protected of some of the stuff he does. That first goal, he does give up. He lunges in too early, and then lets Kawatis deal with it. Kawatis, you know, you can say. Why is he slid? Because like the ball's either going to go out of play or it's going to go across him either way. But like I don't blame Coates for that. But in Asura, the last two seasons, man, I don't see that the forty million player that everyone else sees. I don't see, I don't see a, a rocket centre back. I genuinely would rather have Matthews, Race, Coates, and probably Neto at this point. I'll say just. I think it's I think it's time that he needs to be dropped. And like you can say. The same he's that undroppable though because there's so little depth. Yeah, I know that's he what, was that's dropped that one game. <laughs> Yeah, but exactly. Yeah. The one game like, we had everybody. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's, it, apparently St. Just is coming back for Jovis Sent. If that is true and Kawatis is still fit, I want to see Matthews raise Kawatis and St. Just. But um or if or uh, St. Just and, and Neto if he's fit as well. But yeah, for me, Ignacio is just I, I can't defend him anymore. It's just so like brain dead defending stuff you're taught when you're when you're like 10, 11, like don't sell yourself, stay with your man, don't give up on a play. I, like Danny said, I don't know if it's something like confidence issue or like or just a constant, just constantly calamities waiting to happen. Adana's low key calamities waiting to happen still. Like yeah, he's that, like still hasn't even fucked up as bad as like he's going to fuck up very soon. And this game, we like he's fucked up. And this game, we can't put the blame any blame on Adan, you know. Like, no, for for no, but like for, yeah. he just with his feet, he turns it over. He constantly yeah. puts some bad spots, bro. I don't know. Remember, Ignacio when- is another one that. Sorry, Ignacio is another one that on his feet. There's times where he looks like you know he's great on his feet, and then there's times where he's just giving the ball to the defenders. It's 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 really bad in this season, especially. And and you're right, Sam. Even uh, last season, like it was. Some of his plays were horrific on his feet. Yeah. And I think Kawatis as well. I mean, you can sort of see the similarity of the drop-off of him, but I think his one is more injuries. Like last year, like you said, he's been playing for two years straight, and even, he, I think, is it knee tendonitis he has? He has something yeah. wrong with his knee yep. that yeah. that is obviously going to get worse with age and, and the more you play. So he's, he's sort of excused, but and he's also the captain as well. But, like, man, Inacio, to me, recently has just been been awful. And Esguile as well, man, like you said, what more does Marsa have to do? Is he bad in training? Is he got an attitude problem? I know he come from La Masia, maybe something that's that's where it is. But like if if not like Danny said, if not Marsa, bring someone else, buy someone else. There's a... if he's not the best young center back, then just who's ever the best young center back is then? If you think Marsa's the third best young center back, then Call up the, the best second. one. He's the first, yeah. 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 We we bought that guy from Mexico, uh, Jesus yeah. Alcantar. Yeah. Alcantar is better, bro. Call him up. We don't care, dude. Yeah, just someone who can play centre-back. You know what? If, if Let's say if Master came on this game and was a bad centre-back. Okay. And, like, he, he gave her the penalty. Fine. You know, he it happened. His, his position. But, like, playing someone out of position, that's where I feel a bit sorry for this guy. He's, he's playing as a centre-back. That's not him. That's not his position. That he's he's not going to be as well there. He's also small for a centre back as well, which I guess you could say the same with his race. But like, if you're not used to playing in a position, then you're not going to do well. Mm-hmm. But man, as as guy on that play, man, I know obviously we have the benefit of hindsight, fifty fifty. We can watch it from from a sofa, for a chair, 
But like Matt, he did not need to make that tackle at all. And I guess we'll get on to that challenge. I'll ask you guys, all of you, was that a penalty? Uh, Chris, do you think it was 100% a penalty? Uh, I definitely think that um, he goes down easily from the contact, but it's not a decision that's ever going to get overturned by the VAR because you can clearly see that he, he tries to kick the ball and doesn't miss. <clears throat> he misses and kicks his foot. It's the classic Taremi penalty. I mean, if you're in the box in Portugal um, and you feel that kick on the foot when someone's going for the ball, go down. I mean, it's going to work more, more often than it's not. So fair play to the kid for being 18. This is like his fifth game, and he already knows he already knows the drill. <laughs> yeah, that, Danny. Um, it's not the perfect dive, right? Because if you watch it, you can see that he like hesitates for a second and then goes down. Um, but you know, with age, with practice, that'll that'll he'll work that out. But well, fair play to him, to be honest. Yeah, Danny, are you in the same boat? Is the penalty? Yeah, uh, it's a Portuguese league penalty, especially because there is that mind, there is that bit of contact, but that's enough, I think, in, the, in this country to uh, call a penalty. So I think it's fair. Like there is contact. This guy goes for the ball and doesn't get it at all. Um, yeah, I just watched it back. He literally, as his foot is going down, he's like, "Should I? Should I dive? Should I dive? Okay, I'm diving." Yeah, he thinks about like, it. You see it. Yeah. Dive smartly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Okay. Yeah, for me, a hundred percent. And like, I know you said league, that's a league of win Portuguese penalty, but for me, that's I think that's gets given anywhere. If if you're if you're dumb enough to make that challenge, then that's on you. Like, fair enough, it's definitely soft, and like, hundred percent, he goes down too easy. But if you give him the opportunity to have the contact, like you said, Tremi does it all the time. And to his credit, I know we don't like to see it, but it's part of the game. If you feel contact, you're going to go down, and if you're stupid enough to lunge in. Or um, in the in so the real game where the guy like if you're shooting up, your hand the defender's foot, and then when yeah. the defender goes to kick the ball, he sticks his foot in. That's how on another level he is with it. Yeah. is the absolute goat of it. Let me just say though, I think if this doesn't get called, it's not a penalty. But because it gets called, there's not enough evidence to overturn it. Yeah, that's yeah. true too. I don't know, man. I think he, I could honestly see him going to the monitor and calling it, to be honest. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. And like the thing I don't get is how people say, like, it's the safe that's decision. Right. If you're the referee, yeah. it is. Yeah, it's the safe right. decision, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's, there's contact. So it's by means. So no one can get mad at you, you know? Yeah. Exactly. But like the people I see on, on social media, Twitter, Facebook, they're like, never apparently, the never. How? Yeah. This is the most I don't see it. Portuguese League penalty. My man, is this like what the first is your first game that you've watched? Like, <laughs> mind you, I feel like there's going to be a play against Jovi Sense similar to this, maybe even more, and we're not getting the penalty. Yeah. And we have no reason to complain because, as fans, if we're saying this isn't a penalty, we shouldn't get it against us. But yeah, anyways, I, I just I just theory. don't see how how people say it. it's like I can get you could say it's soft and that he fell to the floor and yeah. that he, he fell down. It's but of course it's a penalty. There's there yeah. is contact one, and as guys should be enough to make that contact, which is number two. So yeah, I, I just couldn't believe that happened. I didn't get to watch the game live. I was at a wedding, but like I saw the notification come from my phone. I was just like I was so annoyed. <laughs> I literally just saw it. It was I was like one nil, half time, one one. I was like oh, Mark's ever scored. Then like I hear it buzz again. I'm like, oh yes, that that's the winner. Bang, two on Bovista. I was like, brilliant. So yeah, 
Um, by the way, what a, what a cross by Nuno Santos for the for the goal. Great cross. I thought that was offside as well. It was very close. Um, yeah. But yeah, five six boy scoring the header. Respect. It, it, you could tell he wasn't really confident in the header as well. He sort of like let it just hit his head, <laughs> like just bounce in. I'm shocked nobody came out to defend that. Like the keeper wasn't quick enough off his line, or there was no defender on Edwards. Do you reckon Amarim likes those Rabona crosses, or do you think like yeah, think he likes if he saw it in training, he'd be like, "Don't do that again." Because Numa Santos does it a lot, it works. like a lot, a lot. With his right foot, though. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Oh, okay, yeah. That's he up to the Rabona over crossing it with his right foot. Right. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Um, did you guys have a man of the match for our side or, or no, Danny? Uh, Nuno Sench. I thought him coming off changed the game. So I'm going to give it to, to, to Nuno. He did well this game. Again. Chris, what about yeah. you? Yeah, he was good as well. Um, I'm going to go with, uh, with Marcus Edwards, to be honest. Um, yeah. He's constantly our most consistently dangerous attacker um at this point for sure yeah fair enough i'll go with with nuno santos uh, as well because i gave the one against spurs i believe to mark Edwards, so i'll give this one to, to nuno santos um but yeah that's it for the game uh, do you guys want to get into the, the backstage port in reaction let's do it cool let me get that up uh, just let me know if you can hear it. Did you make yours full screen last time, Danny? I did, yeah. Let me find my mouse. This is a. Uh, they're they're more they're funner for the away game for sure, because they it it gives you new scenery, I guess. Yeah. Mind you, it's always the same hotel either in Prague or Porto. That's also. Awesome. No matter where in the north, they're not staying in the way of the Conagus. No, shit. no way. Yeah, <laughs> there's no hotel in that little fucking whatever that is. A little Frexia. Cool. Let me know if it's too loud or too quiet, but I'll, yeah. I'll play it now. Yeah, I think I think that's that's alright. I can. Can you guys hear that? Like yeah, I can hear barely. That. Yeah. Wow. Little weird so, little handle on that. Yeah, for real. What is that? Nespresso Very coffee? Artistic. They got Nespresso's out in uh, Europe or what? I, know, I love that sporting shirt that Adam was wearing. Yeah, I'm yeah. feeling like if I'm at the store, that's going to be one of the things that's going to be hard to not buy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I picked that up. I'm not wearing it today, but it's in my wardrobe. It's really comfortable as well, actually. Polo or, or shirt or sweatshirt? Even the hoodie, yeah. Uh, the hoodie just just the, the shirt. I want to get the hoodie of it as well, but there it's expensive. I think I think they're like sixty euros for the hoodie. I've been to the stadium. I did the uh, official tour here. It's, a, it's cool. I've only been on the outside actually. Like uh, last year when it I went, looks to like stuff. weird on the outside. <laughs> I like it. I kind of like it. Right, yeah. It's like that little pole with the panther and shit like that. It's pretty nice. It doesn't really look like a normal stadium from the outside. Yeah. I didn't realize we were wearing new shorts as well. Because I remember last year, didn't we just wear black short, shorts all the time? Uh, I think we wore shorts this season. Mm. I just hate on, on the home kit. It has that slit. Oh, yeah. What, well, on the side? Yeah. Like on the leg, yeah. Like swim trunks a little bit. Or women's shorts, honestly. Yeah, it's okay. 
Oh, they was show that goal. They're not showing their banger. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't show the, uh, the 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 pyrotechnic display either. <laughs> Bang! That was nice. Yeah, that was nice. Bro, Marcus was like so surprised that I went in. <laughs> Oh, he was close to saving that. I've not actually seen the penalty, but that was. He was did. He close. did. Get he was right he the same size. Yeah. Yeah. Arthur losing the ball quickly. <laughs> <sighs> Bro, I'm I'm surprised they clapped the players, especially after the recent result. I'm not saying they shouldn't, but yeah, surprising. Because really honest post game interview. <laughs> I was very uneventful. Two two minutes thirty eight. So yeah, it's a quick one. Not bad. But yeah, um, I was just gonna preface this on by we got some news today that um, Paulinho is uh, has has two weeks to get fully fit and meet some certain goals, whatever those goals are. I don't know, um, and that he might be able to to start next game against Jovicent. Uh Chris, I'll start off with you. Um, who does get dropped, and do you think it should be? Do you think someone should be dropped? Do you think Paulinho should still come off the bench? Um, I feel like he gives us at least a different dynamic, a different look than we we have had. He gives us a, a bigger presence up front. Hold up play is definitely better than anyone of the three forwards. To be fair, Potts probably played the worst of those three. But the thing is, is Edward does kind of like. His play level, like I feel like, drops as the game goes on. So he probably makes the most sense to bring off the bench, even if he is the most arguably dynamic and in the best form out of the the three. So it's kind of tough, you know. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, Daddy, are you in the, the same boat? You said pot off, Chris. I said. I, I think it should be popped off, but I, I if I think Edwards probably makes the most sense. Fair. I think it's uh I, I agree with you, though I think it's gonna be pot drop like to the midfield and Morita gets dropped. Yeah, that's the other and thing. Then... Morita is just he's a good player, man. He has his moments, but it's, average. It's not enough. It's not enough yeah. to be he doesn't like, push the fall forward enough for me. Lugard has opinion. his role, and he has to be the he has to be the creator. He has to be the mm-hmm. ball playing wizard, and he's just he's good, but he's not at the level that that we need to go the places that we want to go. You know. Yeah, which is a shame because uh, that Bragasa uh, got injured. Because I think I don't think we would have. Who knows? Maybe we still would have, but I don't think we lose these games like the Shavs and Bolivista if Bragasa stays. Um, even Porto, yeah. I don't think we get battered if it, if Braganza stays, right? Um, well, even in that first season when Braganza was there, we scored a lot of goals in like the late nineties and like the late eighties because bench. he came on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but, but yeah, who knows? Yeah. It could have also just been luck, right? Like he wasn't directly involved in most of those goals, but he was I'm with you. definitely like involved the in the build up of a lot of them. Now, mm-hmm. yeah. fair. that's fair. But, but yeah, I, I, I don't. I, I don't know. It's difficult because I feel like we're not doing awful offensively. It's the defense that worries me because we've, we've been scoring a lot, uh, bar the Porto and Sharps game, I suppose. But like we scored three against Estoril. Was it three against Rio Ave as we well? We scored three against Braga. 
Yeah, exactly. So it's, it, I don't think it's an attacking issue. So maybe keep Paulinho on the bench for now. Um, obviously, I think with the amount of competitions we're going to play, because I, th- I believe we get back and we played you off centre, there's also maybe a task of the league or a task of the Portugal game coming up. Um, so, yeah, maybe it will be time to start Paulinho in, in those type of games. Or maybe just to give Edwards a rest coming off Europe or... I think yeah, I think probably Edwards makes the most sense, but I also agree with Danny saying move part back to number eight. And I mean, if your Garte plays in the international blacker as well, maybe it's his time to rest. Like if he, he, he plays ninety minutes, so. But yeah, um, I, I I even want to see a bit more of Sutidis at least to start a game. Let's see, yeah. Oh yeah, tr- true. Uh, and like, not lie, more of Saint Just as well. Like he's he played one game and then was injured. Fuck. I mean, that's the center back. Fucking... In the... Yeah, yeah, he is one of the, the in the league, right? He has like ninety four paces of share, right? He has the fourteen fastest, like, yeah. and he's the fastest. Fourteen fastest, fastest goddamn. Oh. He's like fifteen thousand coins at the start of the game, which for a goal player is like rated what seventy seventy eight or seventy six. Yeah, yes, one of those two. Yeah, is is quite. Have nice. you got FIFA uh, yet? Side track. Uh, it comes out on the twenty seventh, but like um, oh. the web app and stuff from a team is is out today. Oh, but yeah. Because okay, I was seeing a lot of clips of it today. I thought it came out today. I, th- I think maybe like the streamers have it early because I don't know how they they sense. get they get hooked up and stuff. But um, but yeah, um, just segueing on, uh, a baller actually ran. Uh, a, I believe it was their their one of the front page saying that this season has been Sporting's worst start in the Liga to, uh, since twenty twelve thirteen. We finished yep. that season seventh in uh, 42 points. Now, Danny, I'll, I'll give you two questions here. One, do you see something similar like that happening again? And two, we spoke about it at the start. When when do you think, in your opinion, Amarim, it like what level do you think, okay, Amarim needs to go now? If Is it if we lose another, if we lose two? Like, like what is it for you? I mean, for Amarim going, we have to be battling relegation. In my opinion, we have to be battling relegation. I... That's you know, like impossible almost. <laughs> which is impossible, yes. I, I, I don't see him, you know, maybe I, even if it cut like we have like a bad season where we finish seventh, we're not – I hope at least we don't sack him even. Because at the end of the day, yes, he won us the title. That shouldn't be enough for immunity. Um, but he's still a great manager. We can't deny that he isn't, you know. He, he, he's done great things for Spartan, and he's still doing great things for Spartan. It's just these games, you know, he can't be on the pitch to play for us. And, okay, he might be at fault for Ishgayu, but I don't know, man. Maybe Ishgayu was just like a god at center back in training. I, 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 that I don't – I can't excuse that, right? But um, yeah. um, I don't see it becoming – what was the first question? How bad do uh, I see do, it getting? Do you see it – yeah, how bad or do, do I see it, see it getting that bad? I don't see it getting that bad because we'll, we'll still pick up wins. Well, yeah. That season we were we were – shambles of a club we were you know not only battling like relegation at some points we were battling bankruptcy and everything was at us you know i would love to see a little documentary um who was on the team at that time i would love to see a romagnoli probably or Bula Ruz, captain america I think was on it. eric, eric dyer was there dyer well. dyer dyer's debut came from that season frankie yeah. verkalten was our manager for like six games um <laughs> Anyways, Wolf Winkle was up top. Yeah, Wolf Winkle was up top. Who was our mid- was Miguel Veloso on that team? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. No, was that the season was... we sold him to Reading? 
No, sorry, I'm thinking no, Carisu. I'm oh, thinking Carisu. Carisu, yeah. Carisu he was, was on that team. He was there, I think. And I think, um, was it Fabian Rinaldo? Rinaldo, yeah, he was our captain. Shars? Uh, Mate, I, I used to like that guy. Kitchen stars. <laughs> I used to Capel. like, I used to, he, got, he got a lot of shit. I mean, he wasn't Martin great for us. Bro. I used to like Boularouz. Shars was better than Morita. <laughs> Shars was better than Morita, you're not wrong. Yeah, does, he, does he still play, Shaz? Because I, I no, think he was all coming to us, right? Nah, he was like 30, I think, when he came to us. Yeah, but he was a midfielder. Those can go on to like 40. Shaz. He's currently 38. Let's see. Nah, he's been retired since 2019. Oh, Kieran Veen was his last club. Anyways, yeah, I, um, I don't see it getting that bad. But, mind you, I think fourth Cedric debut season, well, I think fourth, I think Tiago Lodi, sorry, sidetrack, Tiago Lodi's debut season might be that, that season. I think fourth would still feel like seventh. Um, but mind you, we're in like, what, ninth right now? Tenth, eighth? I think. Or eighth. Tenth? Eighth, yeah. Eighth. I'm actually on the so, table here. Us saying, us saying fourth, like, we still have a long way to climb. We're... We're five points behind Bovista, right, Chris? You were saying that. I think we're now five points behind Porto Menes again. Six after just closing the gap. Six for Porto. For Porto. I'll zoom in a bit if I can. Okay. Casabia's ahead of us. I'm sure. I'm sure uh, Rubina Mourinho will fuck off and go there. <laughs> Istoril, doing well too. Um, shout out uh, Gonzalo Luis Tevez for breaking uh, for breaking homophobic barriers uh, in the Portuguese league. Keep, keep it pushing, brother. Thank you. Um, <laughs> just anyways. in time for Qatar. Yeah, just in time. For... But yeah, man, that's that's. I don't think it's getting bad, that bad. But fourth, man. Even if we finish fifth, fifth, fifth is not out of the books right now. Yeah. Anyways, I'm done. Chris, same two questions to you. Do you see it getting bad? And is there a po- is there going to be a point for you where you're like, Amrim, like, thank you for the memories, like the famous yeah, name, thank you for the memories, but goodbye? I actually don't think it's going to get that bad this season. But I don't rule out the potential for it to get that bad in the future, um, in the post-Amorim era. Because yeah. the post-Amorim era is approaching soon. And it feels impossible to predict that it's going to go better than the pre or the you know the during Emily era. There's a lot of, there's a title in there, there's some trophies. It definitely seems like we're trending in the wrong direction right now. Um but yeah, we'll see. We'll see. You never know. There could be a couple of youngsters that develop and come out of the academy, really bolster the team. Um but yeah, we are basically kind of hoping for something out of the ordinary that to, to happen to, to change the trajectory of the season because yeah i think like fourth fourth or fifth could be you know possible um which would still qualify us for for europe and who knows you know if there's a cup or run in in either of the other domestic competition yeah the, i mean looking at it now just looking at the table if let's say if we win our next two and um, put minutes with vista caspia Estoril lose their next their next two, then we're back in fourth. I know, but that probably won't happen. But it doesn't look that, that bad when you look at it that way. Um, but we've got to win our games. It's not as as easy as me just saying it. But um, yeah, I think 
And yeah. I, I don't know, it's difficult for me because, like, if obviously fourth and fifth, looking at it now is is okay, but from the start of the season, expectations is a disaster, especially if we let Braga finish above us. Like, no, I mean, I shout Dave. I, I love Dave. He, he's a great guy if you're watching as well. But, like, we took Braga's, like, we took Paulinho, we took their manager, we took Esgayo. I'm sure we, we took, we pretty much took Paulinho back from them as well. And then they've got invested that money in like Banza. They managed to keep uh, Ricardo Horta. They've got a great team. And if if that's the money they they made from reinvesting in the money we gave them, then that looks awful on our part as well. Obviously, season's still early, and you know people uh, are saying that that Braga eventually do slip up. But you know, I think that will be a disaster. I think it's Benfica's league to lose at the minute, um, and I think it has been from the For start sure. of the season. That they made the, the best signings. They didn't lose that many. They lost Darwin, who I didn't really rate anyway. And I, most of the FICA fans didn't really rate anyway. Carmo seems like he's them. better than him, anyways. I mean, I rated him, but not like. To not be 80 million. Starter on the team that wins the Champions League, you know? Yeah. Yeah. He can but play like, in the Portuguese yeah. League if he wants and be pretty decent, you know? But yeah, it's yeah. Tough, tough ask of him what he's been asked to do. <laughs> Yeah, and like, because obviously Porto lost to Fabio Vieira, Vitinha. They also lost Mbemba on a three. So, like, those are three, arguably, their three most important players last year. I know Tremi's obviously a great player, Nevinilson and and so on. But, like, that, those were big losses. And then for us, obviously, Pelinho, Matias Nunes, um, Tabata coming off the bench. We lost we lost a lot as well. Whereas Fika, pretty much, they did lose, but they reinvested that smartly. Obviously, got the new manager in, uh, Roger Schmidt, who seems to be pretty good. So, so yeah, I think for me it's disappointing. Fourth or fifth, obviously, is a disaster. Third, I would have, I would take right now. I probably would have taken it at the start of the season. I think that's where I predicted us to come. Um, so yeah, I think, I think we've got to push for third. Uh, and otherwise, the season's a disaster. I didn't expect to win the title with the team we had anyway. But like I said, third in a domestic cup, Tasta Liga. Like, what's that? Three? Is it back, back, three back to backs? Right? Or did someone else win it? I can't remember. But yeah, yeah it should be. We didn't win it yeah. last year, did we? Yeah, we did. We beat Benfica in the final last year. Yeah, oh, we did. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. You're right. You're right. And then You're the right. year before, we beat. Did we beat? Was it Porto? Porto? Was it Benfica? No, yeah. Braga, Braga, Porto in the semis. Yeah, Giovanni. Yeah. Oh yeah, and we didn't. We didn't win anything in the 90s. Yeah, so so three back to back. So yeah. I mean, I'll take a task to Liga in third place. I, I, I still have uh, Chris. Do you know if it's automatic qualification this year? Or is it? Is it just the first two and the third drops to Europa? Do you know? I. It is. Um. It's still the top two this year, but it's probably going to be the last year of it, depending on how the season finishes out. Okay. Yeah. For next season, it could potentially change if the ones finishes above us, which they are currently above us. Um. Yeah. But, you know, we still have five teams in the thing, so we'll see what happens. Or four, I mean. But yeah, I think if we push for third and get a domestic, um, I think it's a successful season, to be honest, considering what we lost and what we invested. And I think, you know, our team is still quite young. That uh, Alex Alexander is, is what, 23, 20, 22? If even that, obviously, Inacio is still, like, 21. Like we have Esteves coming back from developing a, a Estoril. We've still got a good young team that for the future, I mean, you know, but like obviously I would like to win titles, but this year I think everyone says a lot of it will be to be played, but there's, there is no way, like no way we're, we're, we're not winning the title. 
11 points from Befica. There's no way. And maybe and, flipping out like that. Yeah, exactly. And they have a fucking incredible team this year. Um, and my only other thing that I was going to mention. PKs in the 99th minute off dude's back. So that helps. Yeah, that also helps. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was going to mention the other thing that makes this Bolivista thing hurt even more again. We would have been two from Porto. Uh, and Porto, while well, we face Gil Vicente, and that's not a tough task at all. They're only one point behind us. Porto's facing Braga. So that's two teams that can that, that's above us that will lose points, right? One of them at least will lose points. So yeah. I'll be there against Gil Vicente. Nice. nice. You get me up. Your your That's son. at home, right? That's at home. Mingo, Dami, Camisola. Is it a, you say it was a home, yeah? yeah that was at home, yeah, yeah. yeah. Porto's playing Braga at home. First game after. the international break, I believe. For, for Are you going during the international break? Um, I could try to go during to the game against Spain in Braga, Ooh. which is on Tuesday, but I'll probably have to pay an exorbitant resale price for the ticket and have to go to Braga and then buy a hotel in Braga, so... We'll see. True. It depends yeah. if we decide to go up north. Yeah, yeah fair enough. Uh, I don't know if there's anything else you guys wanted to add. I know it's been been a lot to talk about, but like I can't think of anything else to add unless you guys have anything. Nothing for me, man. Chris? Sadly, nothing else. I guess, I I guess we'll... I didn't have the opportunity to do the modal- modalities either, so... Uh, in two weeks, we'll have a big catch-up on everything. Yeah. Okay, sounds good. Well, thank you all for joining us. Definitely a, a sadder episode today with the uh, with the last result. We'll probably take a break this international break uh, with, with with pretty much the the league as well. So we'll probably be back in in two weeks reviewing the Jules Vicente game. Uh, I don't know if there's a Champions League game the following week, but if there is, we'll probably cover that as well. That's yeah. Week. If you want to, oh, is it the same week? Sorry. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Marseille away. Right, Marseille away, yeah, and Marseille play away at Angers, so that's another thing okay. to keep eye on. They just tied against Ren, so, anyways, yeah, sounds good. If you wanted to follow any of the guys, make sure to follow them here. You can follow Chris down below. Uh, you can follow Danny here as well. Uh, follow myself here as well. Uh, but make sure to follow uh, at Sporting One Sixty Underscore En. Same with TikTok and Instagram and Facebook. Uh, TikTok's been been doing pretty well recently, so thank you for the love. And if you don't have time to watch all these episodes in a row, like I know that an hour and an hour, like people have better stuff to do than listen to, to three guys talk about sporting. We help post all our all our highlights on on TikTok. So if you ever do have like a spare three four minutes, we'll post it there. But anyway, yeah, thank you all for joining, and hopefully next episode will be a bit more happier. But thank you for watching. Oh, and I, to answer the question, I don't live in Portugal, but I am visiting on Friday for ten days. So if you live in Portugal, buy buy Chris a drink. <laughs> yeah, hopefully Chris is our lucky charm when we're out there. So yeah, hopefully they're unbeaten while Chris is there. But anyway, boys, peace. Peace.